have now tuned in to A100 Savage. What's up, guys? This is A100 Savage. And today we are talking about Gemini rights. And let me tell you this, bro. This is definitely a unique album, I'll say. Now, starting with the cover of the album, just because of the fact that I've got to just take the time out, bro. Like, if, you, if you're going to put out an album cover that looks like this, you, you got to just take the time to depict what the fuck am I looking at. So, obviously, it's his face in the background. But then you have, like, this almost, like, a easy e type long hair and shit, like, where it kind of hangs with those little curls at the bottom, right? And then... He has like the this like uh, I'm assuming it's sunglasses, sunglasses that once this this it looks like an arrow basically an arrow looking like it goes full circle basically so an arrow on this side and an arrow on the uh, left side and the right side of his face going all the way around in a circular pattern, and with two horns devilish horns demon horns whatever horns coming out the side of each arrow to form like a arrow mask on this guy's face now what kind of threw me off was the black as i was like where is it coming from that i kind of looked a little like closer and seeing that it was sunglasses so all right let's get into the album album is 10 songs long it's called gemini rights by steve lacy my dude lacy you know what i'm saying Obviously, I've definitely never heard of this person. Um, I'm not saying that as any type of disrespect. I'm just letting you know that I've just never heard of you or your music. So this is my brand new number one time to be able to enjoy or say how I feel about the album. Now, we're obviously going to start off with the first song being Static. This got released. This whole album got released on July 15th. This is last Friday. So, Static is the first song. The whole vibe of this album, I'm just going to be real. The whole vibe of this album is, because it's listed under R&B Soul, but whenever you listen to like, I've always known R&B to be more like sexy music. And this whole album definitely is not sexy music. It's just music. I was, some, some songs are like easy listening. Some songs do sound like soul some songs sound like just a unique unique style to him. Like Rick James had a unique style to him himself. He has a unique style to himself as well. Um very unique. Uh whether it becomes the album cover or the type of music that he does. Now, I, if I were to say like, "Oh, he kind of sounds like so and so," it's like almost impossible to say any correlation. The only thing I could think of the commonality of anything that was just something I just named just recent was Rick James. That's it. That's all I got. You know, but I'm not saying his music even sounds like that. I'm just saying like listening to this album was a unique experience because some of it was I, some of it was like, all right, this just ain't my cup of tea. And there was a couple of uh, good songs that I actually liked. And what I mean by good songs is something that I just, it sounds familiar to what I'm already listening to. When I'm listening to this album, I like it. It's definitely good. I don't. I, I would personally say this is not my cup of tea. It's not something I just listen to on the daily. But like I said, anything that's on the top 10 charts of Apple, that's what I'm going to go ahead and listen to off top. I own, I own an iPhone. That's what I'm going to listen to, that top 10. 
Gemini Rights is listed number four, and it is above the Chris Breezy album named Breezy Deluxe. No, I'm not plugging it. I'm just letting you know where his placement is on these charts. Now, he's been here basically since Friday, since release. And I'm surprised because I've never heard of him. And but that doesn't mean much. You see what I'm saying? I just never heard of him. If you were if you were like, yo, played a song for me and be like, have you heard of this person? And just who do you think this is? I'd be like, I don't know. The songs I did like is Bad Habit, Sunshine, and Cody Freestyle. That's all I got. That's all I got. You know, the rest was just not my cup of tea. Or it just was a song that I just don't feel fits the category. I feel like most of the album doesn't fit the category of R&B and soul. Like I said, most of it is, I'm, I, it's, I would, if I tried to put it into a different category, I would think easy listening, easy, easy, easy breezy cover girl type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, has he not cussed in it? then I would say that he could, it'd be like elevator music. You know what I'm saying? Like you never really know it was playing an elevator, but it's just playing, you know, elevator music. That's kind of what I feel about the album. And that's all right. It's good. Like I said, those people make money. That's obviously in buildings and stuff and they get paid off the of spins or whatever. They already sold the, the downloads to these people. All I know is since I'm so brand new to it, I'd have to listen to a few more, songs or a few more albums just to see what his actual style is because when i'm looking at the album covers of other albums no none of it like fits the title of oh this is what i'm going to be listening to i'm i guess i'm just so used to hip-hop because obviously hip-hop for the most part gives you exactly what you want when you want it so we look at an album cover there that used to be like right now all these 2000s his later 2000s shit is just a bunch of fucking Illuminati ass shit. It's barely not even anything good. I'm sure they had it back in the 90s too, but for the most part, shit fit with what they were trying to display to their listeners. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like, go look at Reasonable Doubt. It's him. Jay-Z's. Jay-Z sitting there with the top hat, you know what I'm saying? Like, boom. Fly ass outfit on with a scarf type shit and a cigar and you know what I'm saying like it's a visual representation of what you're gonna expect to get on the album. So this guy that you've seen there is what you're listening to when you listen to that album. So today's day, when I look at albums like these, especially like this one right here, this is a this is actually a single. My bad. A single is his Mercury, and and it has his face with some like futuristic looking glasses maybe they're just blue i don't know and there's some stars in the background looking like he's like in, in a different galaxy basically and if i were just to guess what that song would sound like i would expect it to be like dance dance revolution type music and shit i would expect that shit to be playing during like a like a rave not like a hardcore rave but you know there's there's a dance section of the rave there's not this so whole heavy you know dance trance music right there it's usually like there's like a calmer section that, that i feel like that's what this song would represent mercury all these other these other album covers and single covers and things like that it just to me doesn't visually represent and he's not the only one i mean shit there's many other albums that i've reviewed that are not visual representations of what you're going to expect to hear on the album 
it feels good to see Chris Brown put out the, that album, Breezy, and have something that's a visual representation of what you're expected to hear on the album. That's just, that's it, you know? Like, like music videos do, used to do that. Like, you used to go on, like, a journey with this song. It was, like, it was almost like a, a film with this song. Now it's just, like, cool effects with your song. And you're throwing money, and you're doing this, you're doing that. It's like nothing is feels good. I, I want that. Like, damn, that made me feel attached to the song. Like, there used to be times where to hear the song, and and I would be like, oh, that's dope, and then watch the video to the song and just be blown away so much more. And I loved the song that much more. Had that not been in play, it would have been like, yeah, that's a good song. It's all right. It lived on with me, is what I'm saying. You know, like whenever you get like today's music, there's only certain some certain videos that give you that type of vibe. But there's like 95% this other percentile of no visual representation of what you're actually going to see, and that's not really the artist's fault unless they're just not involved. But what I'm saying is, I mean, unless they are involved. But what I'm saying is, like, uh, that's the director's fault. That's the people that they're working with's fault. Like. Like Cole Bennett is good at good at effects, good at like crazy like wacky shit, but can he really do a, a a fucking you know like he did Eminem, Eminem did a wacky verse, it was didn't it wasn't heartfelt something that like really made you trying to feel something. Would you pick Cole Bennett for your fucking video? No, I'm just saying like maybe you could though. I I just haven't seen it from him, but imagine that. Visual representation is everything with your music. It makes you attached to the music. I said all that just to say this. When I look at his album cover and listen to the songs, it just doesn't do it for me. The visual representation is unique and crazy in its own. Just like the album, for sure. But what I expected to hear, like if I... If I Okay, if I'm just looking at the album, I'm just scrolling through the charts, and I see that album, I'm like, oh, what is this? That's pretty crazy. I click on it, and before I press play, if I could guess what this song would sound like, I guarantee 1,000%, I would not guess elevator music. This doesn't say elevator music. This doesn't say your genre of music and what you expect to hear based off of what you're seeing. That's where it drops the ball for me, and I have to give you this rating. I had to say all of that just to get to this point of what your rating would be. I like certain parts of the album, and it definitely did some parts of what it what it was trying to reach across. Like it's hard to explain. You know, you just listen to the album if you're talking if you want to talk about it. I'm going to have to give it just based off my experience of listening into it in a car environment, listening into it in a home environment, and a headphone environment. So that means out loud and then headphones, which I have the Apple, Apple AirPods Max. So it to me, it don't get no better than that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So to me, that was a little bit better experience for sure. That kind of influenced this rating my official rating for this album is going to be a 6 out of 10. I know motherfuckers is like, ah, bro, ah, you know, I, I felt bad saying it, man. 
I, I I get it. Like, and it's just it's just not my cup of tea. Had I not listened to it, the headphones, I would have been at like more of a four or a five, and I might not have did the actual review because I just feel bad if I had to give it that like that. Just because it's not my cup of tea, it's not the not the visual representation expected from the album as well as what you listen to in the music. Um, the amount of songs that I did like, like I said, it had it had it just been a just a horrible experience from the beginning. I would have never made it through. I would have just said, fuck it. Let's just listen to something else that's on the chart somewhere. Maybe you had to go like to the top 20 to find somebody, you know? But I'm saying I had to listen to all of that just to be like, you know what? I, I did enjoy good parts of the album. That's what influenced it a little bit more. But when I listened to it in the headphones, I was like, oh shit, this is. And then, like, from the first song, that's what it kind of gave me. Like, oh shit, this is probably how I was expected to listen to it is in a good set of headphones. You know, I, I, maybe that's that's what it is. Three, four songs later, you know, I end up liking basically the same songs based off of what I heard. And that's what's influenced this exact rating. Six out of ten. I appreciate you, dog. I'm going to go back. That also influenced it, too. I'm going to go back on some of these other albums and singles that you have released just to see what I could visually look at and say, like, you know what? I wonder, and I'm going to see if I can guess. I'm going to have to see if I can guess it correctly. Right after this podcast, I'm going to listen to it and see if I could have guessed it correctly. Because I already, already guessed it on this podcast. And I have never heard it. So I do want to listen to it and see if I'm correct. I don't know. But he knows if I'm correct or not. You know, the little dance trance music all that's, you know, not so heavy as the regular trance, that form of the rave, you know what I'm saying? That that's the type of song that I think that is. I think I'm correct, but I I doubt it, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I doubt it. It's called Mercury is it's the single Mercury by Steve Lacey, and I think it sounds like a dance trance music that's like not as heavy as a regular trance. I, that's what I feel. That's what I feel. Could be it completely incorrect because I don't know. Like I said, the visual representation sometimes isn't isn't where it needs to be. But I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. If you would like me to review your music, send me your album. Send me anything you got at realA100savage at gmail.com, and I will review your music. All right? Make sure you favorite the podcast. Make sure you share with your friends, and I'm out. Peace.